You're listening to What the Dev, the weekly podcast of SD Times. And now, here's Jenna Sargent, news editor of SD Times. Hi, all. Glad to be back here with a new episode of the podcast for you. This is another special episode in our low code series that you've been seeing over the past few weeks that is connected to our upcoming Low-Code, No-Code Developer Day event, which is taking place on Wednesday, April 13th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. So if you're listening to this the day it comes out on Tuesday, that's tomorrow. You can register for free by going to sdtimes.com and going to the Events tab at the top of the page. Sauce Labs is one of the sponsors of the event, so today we're talking to them about the future of test automation and how Low-Code fits into that future. You can also hear more from Sauce Labs tomorrow at the event. CEO Raj Rao will be giving a talk at 11.35 a.m. Eastern Time on how low-code is democratizing test automation. My guest for this episode of the podcast is Mike Donovan, VP of Product for Sauce Labs Test Automation Solutions. I'll let him explain more about what he does at Sauce Labs, and then we'll get to talking about test automation and low-code. So um, I'm Mike Donovan. I'm one of the VPs of product at uh, Sauce Labs. Um, my background is really all in software engineering, test automation, and product management. I've kind of been, you know, doing all of it my entire career, and uh, and now, you know, I'm really just focused on how to make test automation better for developers and um, QA engineers alike. Awesome. So I know that. Test automation is kind of a big part of what Sauce Labs does. So I know that you're kind of like in this space. So do you have any predictions for how um, like automated testing is going? Because I know a lot of companies are starting to realize that they need to automate this kind of stuff. Yeah, I think my whole career has been about um, trying to reach that, you know, that 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 end state where everything is automated and you're able to uh, release with confidence at the velocity that you need. Um, and I think we've just continued to be on that journey, you know, over the last. I don't even. I mean, I've been doing this for almost 20 years. I think the next the next phase of test automation is most likely going to involve some amount of AI, some kind of ML type testing, right? But I do think. That that's nothing unique. That's ML is kind of taking over all industries. I do think there's a step before that, though, that we um, need to consider in more of our immediate future, and that's um, that's using different kinds of testing across the software development lifecycle uh, in a, in, a, in smarter ways, right? So instead of relying so much on end-to-end testing or functional testing, I think what we'll start to see are more development teams adopting different types of testing strategies throughout the software development lifecycle, API testing, visual regression testing, error monitoring, um, all these things that will generate the kinds of data that you need to ultimately create the right machine learning algorithms that then do um, automate a lot, a lot more of the repetitive testing practices that you see out there. So I think we're still in this phase of generating all the data necessary that will then power more AI-driven uh, testing strategies. What sort of data, like, are we talking about? Like, what what do like companies need to be gathering in order to improve their test quality? The first kind of data that comes to mind 
are is more of the context around what's happening in your system when test failures are occurring, right? So when a test failure happens or the system experiences some error condition, you need to have all the context at your disposal uh, that explain the error, that help you find the root cause of that error. So whether that's stack traces, the state of variables, whether that's um, the specific user interactions that were failing, those kinds of data sets help you debug faster and fix your, your test failure as fast as possible, right? On the other side, I think that there's um, the data that's happening basically in production that is very useful to understand how to optimize your testing strategy. So things like customer journey data, user event tracking, you know, like which parts of your application are actually being used, which ones are uh, most hit by users that impact your revenue the most. All of that is data that's being tracked in systems like Pendo, mixed panel, segment. All of that can be factored into your testing strategy so that you you're testing smarter and not just, you know, not just more, more tests. It's not about more tests. It's about the smarter tests that you get to run. Do current like CI CD products kind of incorporate this in, or is that something that really is still kind of separate? I think CI CD tools have uh, more or less left testing as someone else's problem. Um, there's, there's definitely the incorporation of maybe what you can, you know, unit testing into CI CD products as, as a very sort of standard approach. And I think most of the, uh, automated testing community has, you know, sort of acclimated to that. But when you really get down to what it takes to build an entire automated testing strategy, where you are fixing, you're identifying which failures really matter to your business and um, helping your developers and QA professionals fix a failed test as quickly as possible so that you're able to have the kind of release velocity that you need. I don't think you're going to get that out of uh, any CI/CD product. And that's, you know, that's why there are tools like Sauce Lab so that we can um, provide that experience for, our, for users who need to basically understand which, what the quality of their application is currently and if it's safe to deploy out there. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for companies that are looking to set up an automated testing strategy if they haven't already? Uh, yeah, I think that uh, probably like most change that you're ever trying to do across a, a group of people or an organization is you want to focus on quick wins um, so that you start to build momentum, right? And then you can get more uh more buy-in, whether that's in money or people, uh, to continue to invest in that strategy. So, look, the quick wins could start with unit testing, right? That's definitely where I've started in, in, in my career when taking on new projects. And you you want to build up that foundation of, of unit testing and make sure your developers understand the value of that and start um, building your your uh, start building your software with unit testing in mind. And that's usually a great quick win. You start to get some code coverage statistics out there. You start to promote uh, the value of uh, of that those unit tests, and it also gives you a level of confidence in what you're the changes you're making. Um, then I think you start you can start to look at uh, running functional tests, UI tests that um, again start small and focus on your most used experiences, part of your user experience based on 
whether if it's engagement data that you do have about your production environment from users, that's great. If it's just what your hypothesis is of the most useful customer journeys, but just start with those high value ones because you know as you um, start to develop more automated tests, it becomes harder to maintain for sure. And so you want to make sure that you're uh, you're just building, you're starting small and building on top of the the quick wins and the momentum that you build by starting small. So for those listening on the day that this comes out, we are hosting a low-code event tomorrow. So where does um, low-code fit into all of this? Um, So low-code, I think, plays a a huge role in helping development teams and and organizations of of all different shapes and sizes, right, who are trying to adopt um, automated testing strategies. It really does democratize testing across different personas in an organization, right? Because everybody or most people now have a digital, some kind of digital experience. It might be your core product offering. It might be um, something you're using uh, uh, on, the, on the side, but you have a digital experience that needs to be tested and needs to ensure a high level of quality for your end user. And you might not have the ability to invest in all the resources necessary to build a, a full-on um, automated testing practice Low code definitely helps to get other personas, whether that's product managers, uh, support engineers, um, who you know, uh, designers, all involved in the testing practice in a way that um, they can interact with it and, and start to, to start to use it and deliver value. This was uh, throughout my career. I've had to be on teams of all different sizes and of all different budgets, and low code is definitely. Um, saved me in still enabling me to build a level of confidence um, in the quality of, of the application um, without needing to, you know, when I, when I didn't have the budget to invest in uh, large testing automation strategies. Hmm. Yeah, in a, kind of in a similar vein, can you talk a little bit about where Sauce Labs fits into all of this too? Um, yeah, so Sauce Labs is trying to um, really deliver value in in all the areas that we, we talked about, right? So we see ourselves as playing a key role in um, com- in, organ- in engineering teams who are building out a test, a test automation strategy across the entire software development lifecycle so that you are uh, testing smarter, not just harder, not just more functional UI tests. We're trying to um, bring to market API testing solutions, visual testing solutions, error monitoring solutions that really help you test smarter, get that kind of data that we talked about at the beginning throughout your um, throughout your testing, your automated testing strategy so that you can make better decisions um, and generate the kind of data that, that, uh, that you need to make the best quality decisions of, as possible throughout the development lifecycle. At the same time, we're also trying to um, democratize testing for more personas because that's the trends that we're seeing in the industry and um, through our low-code solution as well, uh, we, we now have the ability to enable testers of all shapes and sizes to, and, and business users of all shapes and sizes to come in and start to um, participate in the, in the quality decisions that people make. Awesome. Well, it was really great talking to you today. Um, I appreciate all your, your expertise in this area because it is something that I, I feel like often... Um, kind of gets ignored. 
Yeah, I think that, um, and it's, it's another thing in my career I've definitely experienced where um, people, you know, they still see testing as a bottleneck. That's That hasn't changed. And Sauce Labs wants to make it not a bottleneck. It should be the easy part. It should be the enablement, the enabler of uh, your innovation pipelines, not, not the bottleneck. Thank you all for listening, and thanks to Sauce Labs for sponsoring this episode and our conference. Don't forget to register for the event at our website and mark your calendars for Wednesday, April 13th at 10 a.m. Eastern. 